Hello. Kiwara. G'day. Kimmy's dad. Welcome. G'day. This is Ed on Sean with an H. Ads is brought to you by BesideTheSeaside.co.nz In the mid-2000s, I was employed to do some charity work for a drug rehabilitation centre called Narconal. And uh, it's in northern Sydney, and it's a campaign that, well, it won a New York festival, and there's a little bit of a story attached to it, as, <laughs> as there always is. But before I t- get into that, I want to introduce you to... My young bloke, who lives in Sydney, and uh, I live in Coromandel, very nice over here, thank you very much, but he lives in Sydney, and he's a pool bloke. And what he does most days, a lot of his days, is listens to podcasts. And, uh, well, he's got some favourites, and he he listens to them all. He watches TV ads. But I thought I'd just ask him, as a 25-year-old, it's 25, isn't it, Jack? 26. Oh, he's the son. I should know that one really. Yeah. Well, anyway, he's twenty six. He hasn't been twenty six long. Well, I hope. Twenty six. So you're allowed. You're allowed to slip up. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I should really uh, know how old he is. But anyway, he's twenty six. He's a lovely little, lovely young bloke. He's the son. Jack, you listen to podcasts most of the day, don't you? Tell us about them. Not like all day, every day. Maybe on my list, but like on average, about five. Um, who's your favourite podcaster? I don't know, I'm probably just going to say something lame and just say that I came to Nanny. You like him? The Aussie boys. Yeah. Like, obviously, Joe Rogan's good as well, the big boy. Do you listen you to radio at all? Right? Um, not really. No? Like, every now and again. I don't mind a little bit of, like... Do you watch TV ads? I feel like TV ads just, like, kind of just get pinned down. Like, they have so many ads in the same segment, like... They'll do, like, two of the same ad in the same segment, so it's impossible to not pick up on them after a while. But, yeah, I guess I do see TV ads. Well, I've been watching The Block lately, so been doing a lot of Channel 9 ads. Do you think you're influenced by advertising? Yeah, on a good ad, it'll pick you up. Like, a good ad, you'll notice. And, like, you'll take note of the product. But, like, to actually find a brand, just on a good ad like a TV ad, it's pretty rare. Yeah, well, I just wonder, you know, your generation, your age, 26, <laughs> um, well you know, how should advertisers be talking to you? How, how do we talk to you? How do we find you? I suppose TV ads a good way to go about it, but, like, uh, the run-of-the-mill TV ads, like, just getting pretty outdated nowadays, so they've definitely got to be kind of creative with it. I mean, Apple... You'd probably say Apple's pretty good at that. They always have some sort of lighting around, like, what they're trying to promote, which seems to catch your eye. So definitely take note of some ads more than others, that's for sure. Does social, do you get much out of social, you reckon, social media? Mm, you get a lot of pop-up ads, like when you're watching YouTube and stuff like that, like, which is pretty hard to avoid. I'm not sure if I'm actually going to take those ads in and, like, look at them. But, yeah, again, it's all just, like, about the way that they've been, like, produced because you just see so much of it now. Like, it's everywhere. Like, you can't really load up a website without getting some sort of pop-up or, like, seeing something on the sidebar. So if it's something that's going to catch your eye and it's been done done well. You're the Paul Bloke, Northern Beaches, Sydney. 
you listen to podcasts, what, five, six hours a day? No, probably like an hour and a half, maybe two hours a day, but that's like Monday to Friday. So, you know, maybe 10, 12 hours a week. Well, how do you use them? What, when you're cleaning or on your own or in the car? How do you use them? If you commit to like a two-hour lunch, then like usually that means you've got like that time there. So it's just whether it be through the headphones or like if I turn my car on, like it's going to switch over to my car, so... When I know that I've got two hours of pretty mellow work, I'll, I'll chuck one on. But sometimes you get a little bit lost in the podcast, you get a little bit slow. <laughs> yeah, can that be can that be tricky? Definitely can be tricky, yeah. When you try to do things that like you didn't realise was gonna be hard and all of a sudden it's been a bit tougher and you're freaking focusing on Joe Rogan talk about like the moon or something like that and you realise you've got like litres of water spilling out somewhere. What do your mates listen to? They podcast as well, or what do they listen to a lot? Yeah, I mean, everyone's on the Joe Rogan bandwagon, right? Like, he's leading the way. But I try and promote your stuff as much as I can, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Well, you know, it's bloody good of you, really. I appreciate that. <laughs> Joe Rogan, really, like, and then there's obviously comedians and stuff like that. And then, I mean, everyone... And his dog's pretty much got a podcast now, so everyone's kind of got their little niche thing. I mean, there's people that listen to these like weird, like murder mysteries. When I started this campaign for Narconan, um, Jack was about 15. Yeah, we were like every teenager. We were going through some you know, times. And this particular client I met took me through lots of stories, and we'd had about an hour, two hours in a meeting and came back to some real heartfelt stories from parents about their kids, you know, and some of their kids were on really hard drugs, and and, and it was re- and the stories were really touching me, because Jackson, he was, you were 15, mate, and, and like, um, well, you weren't the, 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 the most well-behaved 15. Is that, would that be fair to say, Jackson? <laughs> I mean, 15 is probably a little early. Um, I, think, I think he thought, like, I was probably worse than what I was. But come, like, year 10 and 11, I definitely started to indulge a little bit, but never really as much. I think you might have thought it was a bit more intense than what it was. But, yeah, no, you and I didn't really get along. We, I can safely say that. <laughs> oh, you think? We could go... There's a lot of stories we could tell. But it was that time, I guess, that, that I could see Rosie, my daughter, and Jackson entering that, that age group where it was going to be a real problem. And to see some of these fathers and mothers and who told me their stories, and I went, wow. Like, it really touched home, really touched a nerve for me. So, so which is why we went away and, um, and created this campaign. But one of the things that, that, that your client was particularly kind of scared about is I remember asking them the question, well, you know, to get my daughter off drugs or my son off drugs, how much is it going to cost me at your day clinic? And they said, um, it's going to cost you $14,000. I went, Jesus. Okay. Well, that's ridiculous. Why did you think I was dependent well, on? Well, no, that was 14. It was like a, a, a massive program. And so what I decided to do was rather than shy away from the cost because you know that would scare most people I I decided to turn it into a into a point of sale if you like a a, a call to action like it, it cost me $14,000 to get my daughter back and I thought 
the stories that the stories I'd heard and all the things I'd heard, Jackson, were all about. Wow, yeah, I'd pay that if I had to. Yeah, that's nothing. Pay it, of course. You pay. Not, of it's course, not you to pay, but like, not if you can yeah. get your daughter back. Not if your daughter ever gets your daughter or your son off drugs and um, get you back to where they want to be. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have paid it. Anyway, so that's the basis of the story. Jackson, lovely to have a chat to you in Sydney town. The weather's a bit overcast here on the Coromandel of New Zealand. What's it like in Sydney? It's always sunny over in Sydney, but it's nice. Take care. Have a good afternoon, and um, I'll send you a copy of this so you won't be too embarrassed, Okay? Love you, mate. I looked at her one day, and I thought... She is going to die. And I can't fight this drug anymore. She wanted to stop. I knew she did. It cost me $14,000 to get my daughter back. I'd have paid double. Fighting for a drug-free Australia. Narconan. Look under N in the white pages or go to narconan.com.au. By the way, Josh from voicemedia.com.au puts all these together for me and uh, he does a great job. If you're looking for a sound engineer and want to work with a top bloke, get in touch with Josh. He's at voicemedia.com.au. Ads is brought to you by besidetheseaside.co.nz.